episode number 13 of the Healthier Life podcast. Hi everyone, I hope you've been having a great week. Today's episode is all about sleep, why it's so important and how we can get better at it. I'm going to be covering five tips which you can start to implement straight away so that you can start to see a difference in your energy levels, as well as in other areas which we will talk about in a moment. But before we start, I wanted to give you a heads up. If you're listening to this episode around the time that it goes out at the end of 2021, then this is your last call to grab your Healthy Holidays Strategy Session. That's one hour of powerful health and wellness coaching with me to set you up for success over the Christmas New Year holidays so that you can maintain healthy habits and manage your stress whilst also enjoying your favourite foods and having fun. If you would like to start January 2022 with no regrets and feeling great, then this holiday health coaching session is for you. So grab your spot while you can, spaces are limited and this offer will be disappearing in about a week. So head over to bit.ly slash healthy holidays coaching, that's bit.ly forward slash healthy holidays coaching and I'll put the link in the show notes below. Before we start, just a quick disclaimer. The information presented on this podcast is for educational and inspirational purposes only. Always consult your doctor before making any changes to your diet and lifestyle. Okay, with that said, let's dive into today's show. Hi, and welcome to the Healthier Life podcast, where you can get great tips and strategies to empower you to live that healthier life you've always wanted. Do you want to feel vibrant and full of energy so that you can make the impact you desire in this world? I believe that when we are intentional about looking after our health, then we can find the energy, balance and joy that we need as Christian women to step into our God-given potential and make a real difference in this world. If you're here to learn about how a diet based more on whole foods, plant-based nutrition can bring a healthier life both to you and the planet, If you want to know how to manage your stress better, improve your sleep, exercise in a way that is fun and manageable, if you want to deepen your faith and build in more gratitude so that you can flourish once more in a life you love, then you are in the right place. I'm Catherine Shelton. Let's get started. There are never enough hours in the day. Have you ever said that? I certainly have. Have you ever tried to squeeze out more hours by burning the candle at both ends? Yep, I've done that too. In fact, in our society today, it's even considered a badge of honour to exist on just a few hours of sleep. It means you're achieving more, right? Wrong. Insomnia is reaching epidemic proportions. In our fast-paced 21st century, more of us than ever are walking around sleep-deprived, reaching for the caffeine to keep us going during the day, and then popping the sleeping pills to help us shut off our brains at night. And even our rest times are not really times to rest. We mistake recreation for rest, and fill our weekends with activities and social events, never truly allowing our bodies time to wind down. Does that resonate with you at all? It certainly does with me. And I don't know about you, but I personally really struggle when I don't have enough sleep. In fact, only last night, our seven-year-old daughter woke up in the middle of the night and needed my attention. And it didn't take very long for me to help sort her out and get her back into bed. But just having that little bit of broken night meant that the next morning I really struggled getting out of bed. And sometimes when a child is ill and I have several nights in a row of broken sleep, I am like a zombie. I just cannot function properly the next day. It's just terrible. (laughs) I wonder if you can relate to that. 
And in fact, this topic reminds me of a time when I was 17 and I was studying very hard for my A-levels and also for my Oxford entrance exams at the same time. But I was also out partying with my friends and socialising. And I remember one particular week where I really was burning the candle at both ends. I was coming home at two or three in the morning and then heading off to school the next day or getting up early to do my schoolwork. And sure enough, my immune system was weakened and I came down with glandular fever or mono, as you might know it in the US. I was off school for six whole weeks, and most of that time was just exhausted in bed. It is just not worth it, ladies. If we want to function at our best and live up to our full God-given potential in this world, then we have to make sleep a priority. So let's have a look at the reason why lack of sleep is such a problem. Truthfully, science is only just beginning to work out exactly why sleep is so critical to our bodies. One thing that we do know is that when we sleep, our immune system is able to repair itself. And so a lack of sleep is strongly correlated with chronic diseases such as heart disease, cancer, autoimmune diseases and mood disorders, as well as inflammation and strokes. And poor sleep is also linked to depression and even suicidal thoughts. And did you know that there's also a really strong correlation between sleep loss and weight gain? When we're sleep deprived, we tend to make poorer decisions about the food that we eat and we also crave more sugary foods to give us the boost of energy that we're looking for. Sleep deprivation affects two important hormones, leptin, which tells us when we're full, and ghrelin, which tells us when we're hungry. And so that leads us to eat more than we need during the day. And also when we're tired, we tend to move less, which means we're not expending as many calories. And all of this contributes to the growing obesity and diabetes trend. So what can good sleep do for us? Well, good consistent sleep will result in better performance, greater concentration and better memory function. Did you know that there are two important types of sleep? There's deep sleep and dream sleep or REM. We get most of our deep sleep in the first third of the night, and then most of our dream sleep in the last third of the night. And most people who have sleep issues tend to wake up in the middle of the night and can't get back to sleep. So what they're missing out on is that dream sleep. And dreaming is really critical because it consolidates memory, which decreases our risk of getting dementia or Alzheimer's. You see, the brain is acting almost like a second gut. It's digesting and assimilating information. But antidepressants and sleeping pills and alcohol have all been shown to repress this very important dream sleep. But when we do get the recommended seven to nine hours of sleep on a regular basis, we actually get more done and not less. We end up being more productive and having better problem solving skills. And we'll also end up being happier and less irritable. We will make better choices during the day and our immune and digestive systems will be functioning better, which means that we'll be healthier and have more energy. We also have improved athletic performance and will be less likely to gain weight and less likely to succumb to chronic disease. So sleep is like a powerful medicine. We need to get sufficient, timely, quality sleep and that has never been more important than today. Sleep is absolutely critical to healing and also to our immune system support. And there are so many studies which have shown the importance of sleep for every single aspect of our health. So what does a good night's sleep look like for most of us? Well, you'll be sleeping for 7 to 10 hours, depending on your age and other factors. 
you wouldn't be waking up in the night or if you do you wouldn't remember it and you would just go straight back to sleep and you wouldn't need to get up to go to the loo in the middle of the night. You would sleep peacefully without thrashing around and you would wake up feeling refreshed and ready for the day. Now if that doesn't sound like the kind of sleep that you're getting at the moment then continue listening to the rest of this episode where I'll be giving you some tips on how to improve your sleep so that you can get closer to that kind of ideal night's sleep that we just talked about. So how can we improve our sleep? Well here are five ways. The first one is to reset your circadian rhythms. Now our bodies have a natural internal clock which is linked to the sunlight and it's very important that we maintain a good daily routine for this. So at the end of the day, as the sunlight is fading, we should be winding down with calming activities like reading and journaling. And we should also limit our exposure to blue light or screens at least an hour before we go to bed. So it's really important to have a regular bedtime if you can and to also wake up at a regular time the next morning. So a great time to aim for for going to bed is around 10 p.m. if you can. Once we're up the next day, we should then try to reset our internal clock by getting outside in the sunlight as early on as possible, perhaps by just taking a quick walk around the block. This is especially important to do in the winter as we have less sunlight then. And taking that walk or doing some other form of exercise each day will also help us to get a better night's sleep. So if you're not sure how much sleep you're getting or what your circadian rhythm is looking like at the moment, then I highly recommend that you get a sleep tracker. So I track my sleep through my Fitbit and you might be surprised to find out how little you're actually sleeping when you start tracking. This in fact happened for one of my clients. She often felt like taking an afternoon nap each day but she thought that she was getting adequate sleep so she couldn't understand why her energy levels were so low. I recommended that she bought a tracker and started tracking her sleep and she found that she was actually waking up several times in the night and getting less overall sleep than she realised, particularly that very important deep sleep. So she started going to bed earlier and focusing on sleep hygiene and the need for her afternoon naps went away. So number one is to reset your circadian rhythms. Number two is to set up your environment for success. So we need to ensure that our bedrooms are conducive to a good night's sleep and this is known as having good sleep hygiene. So I'm going to give you some tips Um, Perhaps some of these you're already doing, but some of these might be new to you. So you might want to make a note of any that you'd like to try this coming week. So make sure that the curtains block out the light really well and that there's no light creeping into the room from outside. If you can, wear a sleep mask. I certainly do and I find that really helpful. And if you have a lot of noises coming from outside, like traffic or perhaps your partner is a snorer, Then wear earplugs. You need to minimise the noise to help you sleep better. Make sure that the temperature in your room is not too hot and ideally a little on the cool side. Ensure that the air is able to circulate well, perhaps by having a window open or using a noiseless fan. And ensure that the air is of good quality, again by having a window open or perhaps using an air filter, or maybe you have some air filtering plants in your room like peace lilies. Burning essential oils such as lavender just before you go to sleep can also be really helpful, as is making sure that you have a really good quality mattress. Also, painting your bedroom walls in calming colours such as lilac or beige can help you fall asleep more quickly. You also need to try to keep your bedroom clear of clutter, which is something that I need to keep on top of. 
And another tip is to reduce your exposure to EMFs or electromagnetic frequencies. And you can do this by switching off your Wi-Fi at night and switching off your mobile phone or putting it on aeroplane mode and ideally leaving it out of the room and certainly a long way away from your head. And finally, rid your room of anything that emits light, such as digital alarm clocks, and invest in an old-fashioned alarm clock instead. So number two is to set up your environment for success. Number three is to manage your stress. Now, stress and anxiety can severely disrupt our sleep. Our minds are worrying and won't calm down, and we can even get stressed about the fact that we're not sleeping. Have you ever had that? During the day, make sure that you have some kind of downtime. Use deep breathing techniques or prayer and meditation, walking out in nature, reading a book. And you could also use some herbal supplements to help with stress, such as rhodiola or ashwagandha. And when you go to bed, it might be helpful to keep a notebook on your bedside table and you can just jot down things that you're worrying about as they come up and promise yourself that you will deal with them tomorrow. You'd be surprised how much it helps to know that they've been written down and you don't have to keep thinking about them. And remember this verse from Philippians 4, verses 6 to 7. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So if you'd like some more tips about how to manage your stress better, then don't forget to grab your free checklist, Seven Simple Solutions to Sort Out Your Stress, at bit.ly slash seven simple stress tips. And I'll put that link in the show notes below. So that was number three, manage your stress. The fourth tip is to clean up your diet. So if we're eating heavy or unhealthy meals during the day, especially late in the evening, just before we go to bed, it means that our digestion system is having to work extra hard at night time and our body is not able to relax and rest properly and do its important job of cleaning up the toxins and the dead cells and generally to repair itself. Instead, it's having to focus on digestion rather than detoxification. So Try to include more vegetables, fruit, clean protein, healthy fats and plenty of water in your diet and make sure that you finish eating at least two to three hours before you go to bed. And you'll probably also need to cut down on caffeine and alcohol as both of those things also disrupt sleep. Alcohol might make you feel sleepy at first and you think it's helping you get to sleep, but you're actually much more likely to wake up in the middle of the night if you've had a drink just before bed. And also remember that caffeine has a half-life of about five to six hours and maybe more in some people. So your mid-afternoon coffee might still be in your system when you want to wind down and go to sleep that night. And ladies, I'm sorry to say that chocolate also has caffeine in it, so you might not want to eat that within a couple of hours of going to bed either. But if we're eating healthily during the day, then we can ensure that we're getting the nutrients that we need to maintain our energy levels. And so we shouldn't be so tempted to rely on those outside stimulants like caffeine in the first place. Also, although water is really healthy for us, it's not so great if we're drinking so much that we're waking up to go to the toilet during the night. Arguably, our sleep is more important. So try to drink most of your water earlier on in the day and perhaps avoid having that late night hot chocolate. So that was number four, clean up your diet. And finally, number five, get socialising. Now, this might be a strange tip, but people who socialise with others on a regular basis tend to have better sleep than those who don't. 
Why would that be? Well, they have the opportunity to talk through their issues with others, whether that be friends or family members, and so their brain doesn't need to work so hard to process everything through its dreams at night time. So don't bottle things up. Instead, reach out to a trusted friend and talk your problems through with them, and that will really help your sleep. Okay, so just to recap on those five tips for getting better consistent sleep. Number one was reset your circadian rhythms. Number two was set up your environment for success. Number three was manage your stress. Number four was clean up your diet. And number five was get socializing. And if you'd like to know more about this fascinating topic of sleep, then I highly recommend the book Why We Sleep by Matthew Walker. And I will put that in the show notes below. So how is your sleep? Is this an area that you struggle with? What do you think is your main reason for your lack of sleep? I would love to hear from you. So email me at support at katherineshelton.net and I will get back to you. So remember, if we don't sleep well, we simply cannot heal well or function at our best. So why not pick one of the suggestions that I've talked about in the episode today and implement it over the coming week? Now, I'd like to finish this episode with an excerpt from the book, What God Has to Say About Our Bodies by Sam Albury. I read this just last night and I thought it was so great and so pertinent to what we're talking about on the show today. So Sam Albury says, Being well rested is also essential to our spiritual health. Too little sleep dulls our senses and awareness. We are less spiritually alert to resist temptation, less attentive to what God is saying in his word. Our minds wander more than normal when we pray, and we find it harder to concentrate at church. Sleep is a spiritually significant matter. If it is something that God gives to his beloved, then we need to receive it with thanksgiving and steward that gift wisely. Robert Murray McShane was a significant preacher in Scotland in the early 19th century, but his fruitfulness was bound up with overwork and exhaustion, and he died shortly before his 30th birthday. As he was dying, he reportedly said, The Lord gave me a horse to ride and a message to deliver. Alas, I have killed the horse and cannot deliver the message. Had he better stewarded his body, he might have had many more years in which to preach the message of Christ. Stewardship of our body matters. It belongs to Christ, and it is not unspiritual to think about our health, diet, rest and exercise. I just love that. And what a great reminder that we have to look after our health if we want to fulfill our purpose in life. So if you know that your body is run down, that you're not looking after your health well, that you're not sleeping properly and that you need to make some changes, then book a discovery call with me so that we can talk further about how health coaching might be a great option for you. The discovery call is totally free and you can book your time at bit.ly slash call Catherine. That's B-I-T L-Y forward slash call Catherine. I would love to chat with you. I do hope that you found today's episode helpful and that you're going to start implementing some of these suggestions right away. I wish you a wonderful week of sleep and rest and I will see you next time. Hey, quickly before you go, if this podcast has helped and inspired you in some way, then please jump over to iTunes and leave me an honest review. That way more people can find this show and be inspired too. I personally read every single review and your feedback is so encouraging to me. The second way you can help get the word out is to take a quick screenshot of this episode and share it in your Instagram stories. Tag me at Katherine Shelton Health and I'll share it right back. 
Thank you so much. God bless. Until next time.